this year, there's been a bit of a cloud over the World Cup because it's being played in the country of Qatar, a desert country with a repressive regime and a terrible human rights record where their leaders have made homosexuality illegal. Okay, it's like, um, it's like if Ron DeSantis had oil. Ah, <laughs> it's like Ron DeSantis in Florida with low taxes and freedom and liberty and very little monkeypox. That was, of course, Stephen Colbert's uh, a cog in the Democrat Party's propaganda apparatus. And CBS is uh, one of the purveyors of said propaganda. Pretty extraordinary uh, stuff. Yeah, uh, it's called uh, Cutter. Well, however he pronounced it, it was wrong. I saw it in the New York Times. That no matter how you pronounce it, it's wrong. There is no escaping pronouncing it uh, incorrectly. So uh, it's right there in the New York Times. I also read in the New York Times that the news media is the number one threat to our democracy. I think I should say that every day because it's every now and then it's like, uh, you know, a blind squirrel. Um, every now and then the New York Times hits on something. It was their poll didn't turn out the way they had hoped. But, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, MSDNC, they've got, uh, let's say soundbite number three is where uh, I'm a Mujahideen. Um, he uh, had some stuff to say about this, too. But first, I got uh, monkey news because, you know, this, uh, first I want to share some monkey news with you. Uh, the left wing rag Politico, Politico has the story, who the World Health Organization, when it's in all... Ca you know, we all have to speak LGBTQ and WHO and, um, you know, all our government acronyms and abbreviations, and it's part of the Democrat Party's confusion campaign. WHO to rename monkeypox as mpox. Well, that changes it up pretty good, doesn't it? How are we going to crack that code? We're going to have to get a new decoder ring. The World Health Organization is planning to rename monkeypox. Sure, designating it as mpox. How are we ever going to figure out um, when, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I got to tell you, the Democrats and their, and their venereal diseases. Remember, they kept saying that it wasn't a venereal disease and that, that it's not a gay disease, and then they just stopped saying that. Uh, designating it as mpox in an effort to destigmatize the virus that gained a foothold in the U.S. earlier this year, three people with knowledge of the matter told Politico, is it a secret that they're going to call it MPOX? You had to get anonymous government sources to tell you, shh, don't tell anybody. I know you're with Politico, but we're going to rename monkeypox. We're going to call it MPOX. Are you seeing a stigma? I mean, are you worried that... Monkeypox between the name, between the connotations, between everything Three that there's betweens. already people being stigmatized and they're too afraid to come forward and either be treated. I think it gives monkeys a bad name. I, I thought that was the stigma they were talking about. I thought they were telling you about they don't want monkeys to have to carry the stigma of having this awful, horrible carbuncle disease named for monkeys who uh, apparently didn't have much to do with uh, the, the disease at all. But there were some grope fests in Europe that made it spread like wildfire. Belgium and, uh, was it Belgium and France? It didn't make sense, right, to be France. Um, what, what do they call these? Uh, th the raves? Yeah, the raves. Yeah, raves. Weekend-long raves where huge numbers of men uh, show up and have random sex with each other, right? That's the, 
uh, concept here. And then the monkeypox spread like, well, it spread like monkeypox. You know, what more need be said. But now three people with knowledge secretly shh, told Politico, we're going to change the name. We're going to change the name. The decision, which could be announced as early as Wednesday, that's today. This is very exciting. I feel like I'm really on the inside with this because they got three people that told them they have knowledge of the situation, and they told Politico. Follows an initial agreement with the World Health Organization uh, over the summer to consider suggestions from Monkeypox's new name, right? Because that's the thing. These people are crazy, aren't they? You know, Rachel Dolezal is black because Rachel Dolezal says she's black. Elizabeth Warren is Native American because she says she's Native American. Joe Biden is president uh, under the same under the same construct. Pretty amazing. Uh, speaking of monkeys, you know, Democrats care very much about monkeys. They love monkeys, which may be how monkeypox started. It's the love that dare not speak its name. But here's the uh, the story. <laughs> the story. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about slave labor in China and, you know, uh, little uh, child forced labor, Uyghurs. You, you see that uh, last week we tried to get to this story, but didn't. The Chinese communists, they're communists, you know. They are forcing Uyghur women to marry. It's an ethnic group and a religious minority. They're Muslims. They're forcing. This is how communists work. They've done this many, many times. Uh, Uyghur women to, quote, unquote, marry, marry Chinese men who are not Uyghurs and who are not Muslims because they're planning on eradicating the Uyghur population. So they're going to do it by, you know, depopulating forced labor, slave labor camps, now forced marriage. They have forced abortions, forced sterilizations because uh, they're communists. And this is okay with LeBron James, for example. He loves slavery. Because it's, you know, hey, it's money in the pocket. What are you going to do? Got to pay for the fuel in those Gulfstream jets somehow. That's expensive stuff. They love that. Um, but here's the story from, from a week ago. You know, Thailand, it's a country. They have a lot of, they, they got some transgender stuff going on there. They have for a long time. You know, the beaches of Phuket, they got some funny stuff going on. Got to, you know, got to be on top of your game when you're there. Thai coconut industry fueled by rampant monkey slave labor. That's the headline from seven days ago. Yahoo News. Monkey slave labor? Investigation reveals. See, this is a very important story. People for the ethical treatment of animals. PETA, also known as people eating tasty animals. I'm a member of PETA is calling for a worldwide boycott of Thai producers of coconut milk. They like to boycott a lot of things, don't they? After it was alleged that the industry has been engaging in rampant abuse of monkey slave labor. Is it really slave labor? I mean, isn't it racist to say that, that uh, you know, uh, that uh, it's like monkeys are people if you're, that's like saying cows, you know, and oxen pulling a cart is slave labor, isn't it? Because they're animals. They're not people. But they're equating monkeys with people and uh, then declaring it to be slave labor. In a press release from PETA, uh, they particularly called out the food delivery service company HelloFresh. <laughs> 
which provides a, 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 a delicious uh, food and an excellent service. It's an excellent company, a wonderful company, HelloFresh. And I have done advertisements for them in the past, too. And, uh, and I've eaten their food. It's been delivered to my house, and it's wonderful. And you know what I love best? Their coconut milk, I think. <laughs> I, I had no idea that why it was so tasty. But uh, HelloFresh for allegedly obtaining coconut milk from suppliers in Thailand. That Thai coconut milk is the best. That engaged in the abusive practices, according to PETA. They conducted an eight-month investigation. Can you imagine? me? I'm an investigator with PETA. I'm here to uh, monkey slave labor. These people are unwell. And uh, so they're, you know, here's the thing with PETA. They're fine with actual slave labor in China. The fact that their iPhone was made by Chinese forced labor, that's fine with them. That their uh, car batteries for their Teslas, uh, the land is being exploited by communists and slave labor, uh, putting it together, and then it's a toxic waste dump in your car. That's all fine. But monkeys, well, you got to look out for that. Slave labor in China today, and there is slavery in at least five African nations today as well, according to the anti-slavery groups that track this. And forced labor, which is, you know, polite talk for slave labor, in China is uh, widespread. And uh, uh, they're very upset about monkey slave labor in Thailand. And they want you to boycott Thai coconut milk because monkeys. Now, what is going on? See, the monkeys, they go up into the trees and they knock the coconuts down to the ground, uh, which saves human lives. See? It's a safety measure. I think, the, you know, in the United States, that would be, that's a, that's a pretty good labor practice, I think. It's a, it's a safety thing. OSHA would be pleased that people weren't climbing up in the trees to get the coconuts. It's probably, uh, they probably just, they prefer coconuts to people, I think. Forced monkey labor on coconut plantations in Thailand is more widespread than previously known. This is an actual news story. In the New York Post. <laughs> and some U.S. brands and retailers are still buying the country's coconut milk despite grisly reports of animal abuse, according to an animal rights group. And they say uh, that the uh, government of Thailand, the world's third largest producer of coconut milk behind Indonesia and the Philippines, have uh, previously denied that monkey slave labor is a problem. But they see they keep monkeys on chains. They have them on chains, and then they climb up the trees and they knock the monkeys down. I think honestly, it's like uh, reminds me of uh, Frau Farbusna, right? <laughs> you know, oh the kids they love their lucky charms and they chase after their lucky charms. Um, the monkeys love it. They're having a good time and they get to hang out with people and they got a job. You know, hey, I got a job. That's pretty good stuff. They like it. Mm -mm -mm -mm. I can excuse racism, but I draw the line at animal cruelty. You can excuse racism. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> man, oh, Manischewitz. I'm, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they're crazy. Crazy people. Uh, we've got, uh, we do have more. Uh, uh, I, I didn't even get to, uh, oh, we started out with uh, Stephen Colbert saying that um, they're, you know, there's an oppressive uh, Arab Muslim regime in Doha, which is racist and Islamophobic. Stephen Colbert should be canceled by CNN for his racist Islamophobic assessment of Arab people who are good people. 
and Islam is not a violent uh, religion at all, notwithstanding, you know, tens of thousands of murderous uh, uh, mass uh, murder attacks and decapitations and kidnappings and uh, serial rape and for centuries, you know. Um, you know it's like <laughs> it's like gypsies, you know. You can't say gypped. You can't say because that's a racial slur because the gypsy people, you know, who have been robbing and fleecing people for centuries, you know, they somehow got a reputation of robbing and fleecing people. And now you say gypped. You got gypped. And uh, and uh, Democrats say you can't say that. That's a an, a, uh, an ethnic slur on the gypsy people who have been uh, robbing and fleecing and shaking down people for centuries all over Europe in particular and beyond. I've talked about this before, actually. My best girl and I, I still have the ring at home. Um, uh, we were in Paris. That's in France. It's like another country altogether. And uh, a gypsy woman tried to scam me right at the Arc de Triomphe, which really should be called the Arc de Surrender, shouldn't it? And, uh, <laughs> and the Arc de Triomphe, and this woman came up with a brass plumbing fitting that looks exactly like a wedding ring. And she, oh, you know, uh, with no English and no French, uh, tried to tell me that I dropped my wedding ring. I was not wearing a wedding ring at the time because I wasn't married. Now I am because I am. And, uh, and, uh, and, and she tried to give me the, and I said, oh, thank you very much. And I put it on my finger immediately and uh, walked away. And, and uh, she chased me down the street because she wanted money from me for returning my wedding ring, which was not my wedding ring, which I didn't drop, which was a brass fitting that she was. Uh, and she chased us for so long, and we were laughing at her and making fun of her and stuff, that finally I gave her some kind of a little European coin, which isn't really money because it's like a euro coin of some kind, just to make her go away. I gave her a penny or something. Go away, gypsy lady. We also had to leave. Uh, we were in London. <laughs> we were in London, and we were in uh, uh, Westminster Cathedral. And a uh, gang of gypsies, like 20 to 30 of them, came ripping through the place, uh, grabbing everybody, all the women's purses, and grabbing cameras and stuff. And the cops locked down the whole big church uh, to round up the gypsies. You know, you do that for like 400 years all over Europe, and you're going to eventually get a reputation, you know. But don't say you were gypped, right? <laughs> Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's a catch, though. It has to be during extraordinary times. Sure, well, with the economy and the world in the shape we're in now, you think maybe now qualifies? Might be time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide because my friends at American Alternative Assets are here to help you protect your retirement, your nest egg, by rolling your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Just call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide's going to answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Have you looking at your 401k? Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4-GOLD-20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, we got... Uh, we got more uh, more crazy people. 
coming up because there are a lot of Democrats in this country. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. You may recall that earlier this year we made fun of uh, the usual cast of idiots because they renamed the Gypsy Moth. There's a moth that was called the Gypsy Moth, but you can't call it that anymore because liberals, right? They love moths. And I'm still thinking about the monkey slave labor in Thailand to get coconuts down from trees. The hell do you think monkeys are going to be doing? Like sitting in lounge chairs, drinking Mai Tais, instead of climbing trees, knocking coconuts down? And pita, people eating tasty animals, they, uh, you know, gosh, if only Uyghurs were monkeys, then liberals would care about them. Am I right? Yes, I'm right. And they renamed the gypsy moth. What did they call it? The spongy moth. The spongy moth? You know... Sponges are uh, sea creatures. They're sentient beings. They're living beings. You shouldn't um, disparage them by uh, calling them moths, uh, spongy moths. They're gypsy moths. Why are they gypsy moths? Do they steal stuff from people? It's hard to say. Yeah, everywhere you go in Europe. Just don't say gypped around a liberal. Am I right? It reminds me, Chris and Laura are here in the studio today, and they're causing all kinds of trouble. No more racial slurs, none of that gypsy talk. (laughs) This moth now has an official new name, Spongy Moth. This is The Chris Plant Show. Now, uh... A friend of mine uh, chose not to be vaccinated for the Wuhan Red Death. And he's a healthy and fit uh, individual. And uh, no spring chicken. I'm just saying that for his benefit because I know he's listening. But he sent me a, uh, they call it a meme on the internet. And... uh, It says, the best part about being a conspiracy theorist is not having myocarditis. (laughs) Because, you know, there is is a lot of uh, talk out there, perhaps you've seen it, about um, young people having heart attacks that have never had heart attacks before. Professional soccer players, a professional soccer referee dropped dead of a heart attack uh, about a week ago. Uh, A number of younger athletic people vaccinated suddenly having heart issues and there are those i haven't done the epidemiological research myself so i can't say whether the statistics support this notion or not and it might be too early to say anyway but um that's uh something that's being discussed out there and it's perfectly i remember when it was appropriate to discuss things in the in the light of day in the United States of America. But uh, the Democrat Party is anti-free speech. They're authoritarian in their orientation. And uh, they suffer from a lot of gender confusion, which is not necessarily related, but it could be in the same, you know, um, uh, bucket of issues. But the, uh, the suggestion that the vaccines may 
be harmful to some people. <clears throat> Who was it that was in the hospital the other day with blood clots? Uh, the weatherman. Oh, yeah, Al Roker. Al Roker. Well, not exactly the picture of health to start with, uh, I've got to say. But uh, he was in the hospital with uh, blood clots. And, and there are questions that have been raised, and I don't believe they've really been addressed and certainly not answered on these, uh, on these uh, very important matters. Um, but the idea, you know, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist because you don't want to get vaccinated. And you're a danger to the public because you don't want to get vaccinated. Or like, you know, you're a danger to my privacy and, and my health and, and to my freedoms and my liberties uh, when you start mandating medical treatments. You know what? I'll just get the Wuhan and then I'll, uh, you know, I got, I was vaccinated and then I got the Wuhan. My best girl was vaccinated. She's had the Wuhan twice. Wuhan 2. <laughs> it's a new Bruce Lee movie. And, uh, yeah, and the best part of being conspiracy theorist is not having myocarditis is pretty funny. I pooped my pants. Oh, that was Al Roker. He, he did. He was, uh, he was at the White House. He told the story on television right there. I pooped my pants. He was, and then he explained that he had to, you know, go to a private place and um, leave his underwear in a garbage can for some poor, you know, maintenance person at the White House to discover. And then years later, the maintenance person found out what happened because Al Roker went on television and said, yeah, and I left my, you know, right there in the garbage can. And the thing. All right, let's go to uh, yesterday at the White House. Yesterday at the White House was really something. Uh, and uh, Anthony Fauci was there. You know, Anthony Fauci was yesterday saying, you remember that uh, Wuhan Red Death is a, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And if you're vaccinated, you won't get it. And if you're vaccinated, you can't spread it. And none of that was true. That we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death. And that's right. It's, it's a pep talk. It's like, you know, not, not since uh, Vince Lombardi has there been a, an inspiring speaker uh, like Joe Biden. Listen to this guy. It's a, a winter of, <laughs> of death <laughs> and mayhem. But at the White House yesterday, cringe. We call it cringe because... Uh, that's the beginning of her name, Cringe Jean-Pierre. And um, she's awful. And she was at the White House yesterday, and she's a racist. <laughs> because an African reporter, a reporter from Africa, wanted to ask Anthony Fauci about the origin or origins of the Wuhan Red Death, which every reasonable person and also John Stewart has concluded came from the Wuhan Institute of Virology, which Anthony Fauci's government organ provided funding to for gain-of-function research and then lied about it under oath. But they all lie under oath on Capitol Hill, and that's okay. So here's cringe at the uh, White House press briefing yesterday, the James Brady uh, briefing room. Um, James Reddy was, of course, Ronald Reagan's press secretary, and he was shot in the head by John Hinckley, who uh, now uh, plays the guitar, and uh, he's on the loose, and uh, Democrats uh, gobble up his tickets and T-shirts everywhere they can get them because they're sick. They're sick people. Yesterday was the anniversary of a communist shooting John F. Kennedy in the head and killing him. 
Democrats are still engaged in a cover-up on that one, aren't they? Because uh, they don't want the Communist Party to take the fall. So they made up a bunch of alternate stories. Here's cringe Jean-Pierre with uh, the press corps in the White House briefing room yesterday. Dr. Fauci, um, only, only 13 percent of... Hold on one second. We have a process here. We do. I'm not calling out on people who yell. Calling out? And you're being, you're being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. Where's the I, clock? I'm done. I'm not going, I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, she's only three This is going well. You ask your question, you should allow her to ask some questions. Jeremy, 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 it is not, it is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can't read the press briefing. You need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person I, to I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is the disrespectful. It, it is. This is the disrespectful. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're taking time away from your colleagues. That was uh, Simon Atiba, who was uh, with uh, Today News Africa. And she cut him off and wouldn't take his question. And he's, he's trying. And here's Anthony Fauci. This is his swan song press conference at the White House. He's going to retire. Uh, and and is in retirement, he's going to make more money than the president of the United States. You know, he's the highest paid federal government employee. He makes more than the president of the United States. And in retirement, he's going to continue to make more than the president of the United States. I think he makes like $480,000 a year or something. And, uh, and he's going to continue to make, I believe, that, that money. Uh, in uh, retirement. Simon Abita wanted to ask the question about the origin of the Wuhan Red Death from Wuhan, China, where they have the Wuhan Institute of Virology, coincidentally, and where they work on gain-of-function research and on bats uh, that come from 600 miles away and don't live in that region. Now, if you put these very few pieces together, you know, you don't have to be Colombo to uh, arrive at a pretty obvious... But uh, there it is. And Simon Atiba was cut off by this racist. Um, yeah, I yeah, know she's black too, but it, it doesn't matter. You just everybody calls everybody racist now. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. And Dr. Fauci is the best person. Just I, not I, going I hear to your question, it. but we're not doing this the way you want it. Yeah, we're doing it the way the state wants it because that's the new America under the left because they are the authoritarian pigs that uh, you find everywhere around the world where there are authoritarian pigs. You know, like in Doha, Qatar, Qatar, Qatar. No, it's, it's Qatar. Just leave it alone. It's Kiev. Kiev. Wait a minute. <laughs> All right, let's go, because uh, that, uh, that didn't go very well, and Fauci is there, and somebody's trying to say, hey, only 13% of people have gotten the booster, and they're not answering that either. Uh, so they're not answering any questions. And Fauci said, and he's smiling. We have a Fauci votive candle on our desk right here. It's a religious candle with Fauci on it right over here. And here's uh, Fauci. Uh, uh, just uh, what, what did uh, uh, Jen Psaki used to say? Circling back. The here. real danger is in the people who have not been vaccinated. So that's where we expect if we're going to see a problem this winter, it's going to be among those people. That's the old unvaccinated thing again. 
But wait a minute. You told us long, long time that um, that and uh, Joe Biden kept saying this, too. It's a it's a, a, a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And they told us that if you're vaccinated, you can't get it. And then they told us and that was a lie. And then they told us if you're vaccinated, you can't spread it to anyone else. And that was a lie. And Fauci told us that, you know, wearing a mask is uh, really very effective. And then first he told us it wasn't effective. And then later he revealed he only said that he told that lie because they didn't have enough masks for uh, what they call hospital workers because we're all Soviets. Now, uh, you know, doctors and nurses, brain surgeons, they call workers now. But uh, they said then he said, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, we didn't want to run out by having everybody buy them, and then hospitals wouldn't have enough. So that was a lie. Then he told us to wear masks, and they said that cloth masks would work. And then it turns out that's like putting up a chain-link fence to keep mosquitoes out of your yard. So that was a lie. And then we had to shut down the schools. But it turns out now that really shutting down the schools was the worst thing that we could have done for about 25 different reasons. And, you know, more kids die at swimming pool uh, at swimming pools and swimming pool accidents than from the Wuhan Red Death. Right. So let's uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Ice Cube because I like Ice Cube. He's actually kind of a fun guy uh, in interviews and things. He's a rapper, you know, songster. He's like the Ludwig von Beethoven of his generation or not. But uh, but he's kind of fun anyway. And he was on a, a show uh, called Million Dollars Misspelled Worth of Gain. That's the name of the show. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Dollars is misspelled because illiteracy is quite fashionable among Democrats. And uh, you know, like Charlemagne, the misspelled God. He misspells the, T-H-A. That's the name of his show, Charlemagne, the misspelled God. This is million misspelled dollars worth of gain because you want to raise the next generation to be completely illiterate, which is the Democrat Party's plan. So Ice Cube, he, uh, you know, million uh, millionaire rapper, he was on this alleged show, and he's telling a story. He was going to do a movie with Jack Black in Hawaii called Oh Hell No, but they told him he, it was a mandatory vaccination. You can go to Hawaii for the winter and make this movie with Jack Black, and they'll pay you millions of dollars, but you have to be vaccinated. And Ice Cube said, no, I'm not going to do that. So here's Ice Cube uh, uh, on million misspelled dollars worth of gain. I turned down a movie because I didn't want to get the money. Jab, you know, turned down nine million. Damn, because I didn't want to get the jab. Didn't want to get, you yeah, know, that jab and y'all for trying to make me get it. Mm. So, you know, I don't, I, I don't know how Hollywood feel about me right now. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I like to end every sentence with "You know what I'm saying." Okay, <laughs> you want to make sure that they know what you're saying. So, I mean, it gives everybody an opportunity to say, "No, I don't know what you're saying," and then you can repeat it or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, the best part about being a conspiracy theorist is not having myocarditis, as Ice Cube likes to say. Uh, and he continued with million misspelled dollars worth of gain. He wouldn't let him poke doing the plan in the pandemic. At all. You didn't mean nothing. He called it a pandemic. Oh, I didn't catch it at yeah, all. Yeah, I didn't need that He doesn't need that stuff. He never caught the COVID. He never caught the Wuhan. He never got the Wu. He didn't get vaccinated. He's healthy. He's strong. And you know why he doesn't want to get it? Joe Biden explained why he doesn't want to want to get it. And he called it a plandemic, too, which is that's, you know, QAnon conspiracy, um, you know, I don't know, Donald Trump, uh, something or other. That's uh, pretty amazing stuff. But, 
you know, Ice Cube is African-American, and he didn't want to get it, and he gave up a $9 million movie deal and uh, winter in Hawaii because they said, oh, you got it. You must obey. You will obey. But uh, Joe Biden explained why African-Americans don't like the, the vaccine. There's a reason why it's been harder to get African-Americans initially to get vaccinated because they used to be an experiment on. Exactly. The Tuskegee Airmen and others. Yeah, the Tuskegee Airmen. People have memories. Yeah. People have long memories. People have long memories. He's not kidding. He's not messing around. He's not joking. That is, uh, that's pretty amazing stuff. He's the president of the United States. And Elizabeth Warren is a Native American. Rachel Dolezal is African-American. Pretty amazing times we're in, that's for sure. The Washington Post front page today, uh, upper right corner is an attack on President Trump. Trump denied on tax returns. And uh, over on the left side, it's an attack on Elon Musk. Musk's takedown of Twitter policing. Say that the uh, Washington Post advocates censorship on behalf of the left and the Democrat Party. And when Elon Musk says we're going to open it up and be more open and more free speech oriented, the Washington Post comes out against that. They're against that. Uh, also, the, uh, the Washington Post, they're, the Supreme Court yesterday cleared the way for Congress, a Democrat committee, to examine Donald Trump's tax returns, denying without comment the former president's last-ditch effort to extend a legal battle that has consumed Congress and the courts for years. Now, the uh, Supreme Court, um, and nobody dissented, so all nine justices said, okay, yeah, Congress can have the records from the Treasury Department of President Trump's taxes. Um, and uh, and isn't it, they're not going to attack the Supreme Court for because the Democrats approve of the decision, right? And the liberals always reliably vote the way the Democrat Party want, wants them to on the Supreme Court. The conservative nominees, uh, they actually go with the law, which is the way it's supposed to be. And all nine justices uh, came down. President Trump lost. Uh, and that's because they, they follow the law. The Democrat justices did it because they're on a political jihad. That's why they're there. You yeah. know, that jab y'all for trying to make me get it you're listening to the chris plant show bernie sanders is a communist and he loves the soviet union and hates america and freedom he tweeted let's be clear the terrible shooting in colorado springs this weekend is a direct result of the hateful and violent rhetoric that has been allowed to grow in this country. Wasn't it a Bernie Sanders volunteer that shot Congressman Steve Scalise on that baseball field and tried to murder a, an entire baseball team of Republican members of Congress? Maybe you should shut up instead of, uh, you know, picking fights uh, that uh, you you snake, you you weasel. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Man, oh, man. Absolutely crazy. All right. Um, we have uh, so much, so much to get to in so little time. We never have enough time, do we? No, we don't. Um, is there another audio sound about that you favor? Because we really, uh, we don't have uh, time. Let's actually, let's go to, because uh, 
We had too many things to talk about today. Let's go to the telephones. Let's go to Matt calling from Alexandria, Virginia. Matthew, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris Plant. Hey, Matt. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Look, I just wanted to say to anybody that's got any questions about that, I got bilateral pulmonary embolisms from the Pfizer jab. Had to register the lot number with them and everything. And they have a lot to answer for, but unfortunately I don't think we'll see justice in this life or the next. Um, it's, it's just a tragedy, but the biggest tragedy is our media doesn't talk about it at all. You know, we expect the government and corporations to lie, but the media, they're, they're silent. And I'd like to know where they are. Yeah, they, um, well, you know, uh, according to the New York Times uh, survey, they're the number one threat to democracy in America, right, Matt? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Just like the, you know, the, the embolisms were the number one threat to my life a year ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, that can be... Uh, yeah, that can be a thing, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, the news media is busy not looking into it. 60 Minutes is currently not working on a story on that. The New York Times is not working on a story on that. Uh, listen, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Don't argue with the stupid people. Just smile at them. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.